The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Toledo. We're ready to go. And uh, this is a glorious Friday. Big one. Especially Brady and I almost went to jail yesterday. What? Oh, yeah. We were we were headed to jail. We were ready to go. Brady said a cuss word to another person in a threatening manner. There's nothing. You haven't lived until you've heard Brady say... You're half a hole behind. Hurry the f*** up. <laughs> to a guy ahead that of That is not that true. That is exactly what you said. And I, my I mouth said dropped. you're a half you're a, a hole half behind. behind. Hurry the f*** up. The grid <laughs> wide open. The grid wide open. <laughs> it was awesome. Some old man. Uh, it was you, Brady and I, Eric Bryan, <laughs> and our friend Doug King. Uh, we were golfing yesterday. And, uh, you know, we're playing on a very crowded day it's a lot of people it was a nice day a lot of canadians in town there's you know these uh guys in front of us slow golfing definitely not canadians it's a curse it's, it's a crime actually to to be on a golf course and slow golf especially on a packed day you're ready get over your shot you're ready you have your club out you know when, when the group ahead of you goes and they hit their shot and get in their carts and go you're hitting your shot from you know however far back you are 200 225 yards away if they're hitting good shots and we were probably 200 yards away at one point they were down in a little Valley, par Eric, five. Eric Bryan hits a shot, goes over him. They come out from oh, we didn't see him. Like oh, well, you hit right over him, Eric. Ah, ha, ha. No harm, no foul. Not a not a kosher move on our end, but it happens on a crowded day. Occasionally, get a guy hits a little further than he thought he could. I line up my shot. I put one. I, I put a bomb on him. Rolls right up behind the guy. So I mean, it's whoops. Now we've done it two times. Evidently, on the front nine, they were unhappy with one that landed. Within, you know, 40 yards. Yeah. It wasn't even close. So we were just keeping up. We weren't hitting them. Keeping up. This old man comes around the corner on like the 15th, 16th green. Just Like three minutes later. I mean, they're already gone to the the next tee. The rest of them had already gone to the next tee. He comes piling around. Starts going, you guys are mother assholes. You hit into us twice today, you mother and uh, all right, we have all bowed up now. Like this is this is accelerated, and I've learned my lesson to decelerate. I was in my car, but I I didn't. And uh, I assessed the situation and thought we're going to break an old man's legs today. This is going to be a great day. Nice. And uh, you know, then Eric Bryan goes, "Hey, you don't mother me," and he's ready to go. And I'm like, "All right, Eric's trained. He's ready to go." <laughs> he goes, "You come over here," and I said, "Hey," I told the guy, I said, "Hey, we apologized 
shut up, get in your cart, and move the f*** on. Ah, f*** you! You guys head into it since I'm reporting you to the thing. And then you hear the gem in the background. Green's open! You guys are playing slow! Hurry the f*** up! <laughs> I'm like, yes! Green's You're a half effort. a hole behind. You're the green is behind. open. Hit your tee shot. You guys slow all day. Hurry the f*** up! Go hit your shot! Was yes, you did. Yes, you did. I, I looked at it. We both looked at each other like, holy Christ, Brady's bowed. Hurry the f*** off! It was awesome. You did. You said the F word. I went home. The first thing I said was, Brady said the F word today. You you must be hearing things. Uh-uh. You're the one who can't hear. And evidently, your own self now. It was awesome. You threw the bomb. I'm like, Brady's a different dude now. He's, not only was he challenging an elderly gentleman. And we were going to kill the guy. His son came over. He goes, dad, 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 dad. Because he's looking at, you know. Dude, who will just mop the floor with him? You, you don't, you know. Even if you're mad, you don't wander over to people and start mother effing them. You know, especially because the son had said something to Doug. Evidently, was like, "Hey, it got a little close." And Doug told him, "We didn't see you. We thought you guys were further up. When you came out of that gully, we didn't know." So and, the same thing. They yeah. had two amazing shots. And then the were- dad just lost his mind. Damn it! Your mother smells like juice. You piece of <laughs> move on. Oh, he went full on. It was Brady Dice Bogan. It was amazing. Nobody recorded this? No. Damn it. All day, all day long, we're just taping each other, doing dumb stuff. This got close, though. I think this was a little more heated, a little closer than we thought. Because as he walked away from you swearing at him, he walked over <laughs> towards Eric Bryan, who was cussing up a storm. And he was tearing into the guy. And that guy's tearing at Eric. And then I came around the corner, and I told him, like, and that, that was before you had said the F word, but... I came up and I said, hey, because I cussed at him. I'll admit it right away. I'm like, hey, shut the f*** up and calm down. Move on. We apologized. You shut the f*** you. Yeah. Well, here we go. And that old man didn't <laughs> even know. And that was maybe the first time Brady's ever thrown an F-bomb at a human being. Before. It was amazing. And don't lie about it now. Jesus heard it. <laughs> not lying Jesus about heard it. it. You can't, you can't, you're not dodging it. Jesus heard it, too. Eric will text me and tell me, yeah, Brady threw the F-bomb. I said, that's how mad everybody got, throwing the F-bombs at each other. Even Brady got involved. That was pretty great. I thought we were going to kill an old man, though. <laughs> then his son came over, dad, 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 dad. And it was pretty great. Turned around, went to the tee yeah. box, and hit their tee shots. Hit their tee shots. And then we, we finished Next our whole, like, in seconds. Like three holes. Oh, it worked. Whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever Brady's F-bomb did, worked. Because the dude started to play some fast golf. They started... They had this Humpty Dumpty loaf of a man in their foursome that was dragging anchor the whole day, keeping them down. Elmer Fudd. Yeah, that's the fun thing about golf is sometimes you just accidentally have the best shot of your life. There's no way I'm hitting a three-wood, 250, 255, which is what I did to piss him off, on top of the fact that Eric hit his just the same right before me over the top of him. On that same hole? The foursome in back of us, yeah, because we were oh, all they plunked the them side. right next to us. Yeah, yeah, the, didn't say anything. The ball, it, it rolled up. It made twenty sense. yards away. That's fine. It it's made sense. Yeah, like it, like we looked like we were a little further along. Some guy hit a bomb, and we looked at like all right. I, my second shot had a ball from the guys behind us next to it, and that's when I just laced one right into those old men that Brady wanted to kill with terrible language and fisticuffs. We had thirty k on the uh, hole eighteen. $30,000 to Doug King. Is that what happened? If he hit the guy and he, oh, he yeah. had the gurney off on That's the green. Right. We started to put price tags on top of the old man and he's standing on a par three. I'm like, Doug, 
And Eric started, he said, 1000 bucks if you plunk the old bastard. And I said, I'll add 10000 if you knock him out. And then I think we tripled it down. It would end up $30,000 if he, if the man had to be gurneyed out of the golf He has to be gurneyed. Oh, man. It has, you have to see him drop on the green. Yeah. I'd have paid it. I'd have helped pay that. If you gurney, I'm like, ah, day's ruined, but hey, here's thirty grand for Dougie. Uh, Stefan says, to be fair, Brady's been on a slow boil since having to drive 112 miles to Oro Valley yeah, without seeing point. his daughter that play. Excellent point, because that's where he usually spews out his yeah. curses. Is in the car. You say that like you'll curse at people. <laughs> and I was in, in the, the car. cart, and you were in the cart, and also, well, you were on the green when you said the f word. Yeah, okay. you were walking off. Been half a hole behind. Green's open. Hurry the f- up. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and that's when I was so happy. Like the smile beaming off my face. That's probably why those guys left. They're crazy. That one over there smiling like a clown. <laughs> the mean woman is screaming the F word at us. We're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But uh, it was a pretty awesome day. We almost killed a man. And th- But, yeah, because you're right. Brady had to drive all the way yeah. back from Oro Valley with a kid in the car so he couldn't cuss at the other people like he normally does where he does his childlike hidden cuss words inside his vehicle. It's a good Frustrating point. game. Yeah, it could be. That's true. That's exactly where it was. Man, oh, man, I'm proud of you. Proud of you. He's ready to fight. And then the next hole, we're standing on the tee box talking about what we would have done. I mean, I would have landed a leg kick like nobody's business on that old man. Watched him crumble like the trade centers. I've taken him down like 9-11. And then Eric's like, uh-uh, comes at you. Front kick. And then we're practicing our kicks. It was pretty great. No, it was pretty great. It was fun. I wish we would have uh, beaten that old man up, but we didn't. Uh, cooler heads prevailed to a certain degree. The better part was in the parking lot after the doughy anchor, uh, I think maybe low IQ one. Elmer Fudd. Yeah, Elmer Fudd was uh, was one car over from me putting his shoes in the back. And then, very friendly to me on the uh, Elmer Fudd and was the carts and oh. getting cleaned up. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, he, he said, uh, "Nice day out there, wasn't it?" Like, I don't know this old guy that I was with that was yelling. No, he, he, that dopey F word had no business. He had no idea what had happened 10 minutes earlier. That he, could be. He was empty in the head. But his buddy, the cusser, the mean one, was right directly across from me. And that he wouldn't even look at me. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm putting my clubs in the car and I'm just looking around the corner of my car, just right into his, uh, he had like a Hyundai Elantra. You should have said, you need any help loading those up? Old man. Old man. He can load them himself, you mother Wow. <laughs> Instigator Brady's my new favorite. You want to go, pups? You want to go? I will f- you to death. It's like falling down, Michael it was, Douglas. It was pretty great, Brett. Then I almost had my moment because when I got all the way home, my a friend who's had his medical issues needed a ride back to the exact same spot over by the Legacy Golf Course. So I drove all the way from the Legacy to my house at 5 o'clock, 5.30, and the traffic's miserable. And then I had to turn right around and go all the way back and pick him up. <laughs> I was like, ah! I was rooting to find that old man. I'd have buried him. Why? Why? It was hours ago. I'm still mad. And so is my little lady friend. Bury him. Hurry the f*** up. The best. And it's good because you didn't cuss like... Uh, like a kid would cuss the first time out burying the F word into a guy's ears. You didn't say like, uh, suck my rubber. You didn't say anything stupid, you know? <laughs> so he, he sounded I like Lee Army in sounded, full yeah, metal he, jacket. He sounded like he knew what he was doing with the curses. This was, I'm in a school. Even though it was his first time to go face to face with a guy. He's done it through car windows and stuff. He knew what he was doing. 
I guess I miss, missed my opportunity for Sea Sucker to end it too. Oh, oh damn it! Oh, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> Green's open, you <laughs> sucker. Now hurry the f up. <laughs> oh, we might have gotten into a, a Donnybrook with that foursome. God dang it. Anyway. I got a couple of birthday greetings sent by people. Happy birthday, no, Sea Sucker. Sucker. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, it's fun to watch you lose your cork for a few seconds. That old man was asking for it. You know, there's a way to handle that kind of stuff. And even if we were wrong, which we admitted, hey, we goofed, we're sorry. Yeah. The first thing we did was apologize, and he wouldn't stop. You just don't mother F. You don't know who you're walking up on. You don't come in hot. Not that hot. I understand being mad, going, hey, guys, you want to slow down going, a little bit? We're not going anywhere. Right. There's uh, no need to hit. And, hey, well, these guys hit two right. amazing shots. And he goes, you've been doing it twice. And we have. We said we hit two shots. We haven't hit. In years, neither of us. We crushed two shots. And then, uh, you know, he's like, you haven't had it happen to you. Like, We've had balls come right up on us today. The same hole. Green's open! Yeah. Green's <laughs> open! Hurry the f*** up! I f*** your mom! We're done here! <laughs> My mom died in 1988. And I f***ed her since. <laughs> Move on! Oh, it was amazing. Sea sucker. <laughs> you sea sucker! <laughs> Take your flaccid <laughs> walk over to the tea box. We need to start sending Dom with you guys yeah. when you go golfing. Oh, this just stuff, videotape yeah. that. You French kiss your mother with that mouth, you piece of <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> It was the best. Watching Brady curse out an old man was awesome. He only, only said like two things, but that was the best one. And all the cussing that was going on, I thought it was going to go. I thought for a second. And then the other two in the foursome ahead of us, the, the angry old man, they weren't, they, he did not have like it. separate almost. Nobody had his back. The son was trying to stop him from it, and the other two just drove away. This dude was, he was solo, and he was, he was not in a good spot. I mean, I'm not going to throw a first punch ever, but he looked like he was ready to pop. He, he could I'm, throw three or four. No, oh, wouldn't three have, or four. Yeah, he wouldn't have. He would have had a broken leg. It would have been bad. Because <laughs> Eric then told us a story about his one buddy. Let the old man throw three punches yeah. at him. Some old guy walked up and punched Eric. Maybe it's Eric Bryan. He's like, maybe he's the catalyst for this. He causes Brady's anger. But he punched him in the face three times. The old man just started to work him. So the guy's like, I'm getting hit by an old man. This can't last. And he just, <laughs> boom, just blasted the old fella. And then everybody, why are you hitting him? He's an old man. He goes, hey, he laid into my friend three times, just lighting him up. I kind of thought that when I when I first heard the guy yelling and he was walking towards, it was kind of Doug and but Doug walked away and then Eric was walking towards him. When he was walking towards him. I'm like, he's gonna throw. Like my That's initial weird. thought in the cart was that dude's gonna throw a hand. Like Just he was mad. The rage had to happen right when he pulled up to the team. I'm circling back. And yeah, I'm killing him. I'm gonna go kill those guys. You with me? Who's with me? It was like that time I was at the cult concert and I went to protect our friend Todd Merrill because he stepped on a guy's foot and the guy told him to F himself, and then Todd left, and then I saw like 10 guys get up and go after him. And I Same turned, deal. He said, sorry. He said, well, yeah, he did. He said, he I'm goes, sorry. Oh, and the guy, and the guy goes, oh, you. Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, you. And right. he kept walking on. Well, Todd's a black guy, and I didn't realize he stepped on one of the Hells Angels' feet. Oops. So we're in a cult concert, and I turned to my friends. I'm like, hey, th those dudes over there are after Todd. So I get up and start running after Todd. And I'm alone. I thought I had like five guys behind me. Let's nope. Go! Not a one of them followed. So now I'm in the mix with Todd Merrill at the bottom of the stairs while Hell's Angels are chasing him. And when I got to the bottom of the stairs, 
I was an honorary member of the Hell's Angels. You blended in. <laughs> Put that leather vest on. I, I was going to beat his black ass all over the web theater. Let's get I was, him! I was not going to pretend to be on Todd's side at the end of that when I realized, oh, God. Yeah, Todd's going to get beat up today, and I'm going to throw the first punch. That was crazy. They they screamed out to secure the exits, the Hell's Angels, to each other, <laughs> and went the other way to keep Todd in. And the, uh, there was a black VIP security guard at the bottom of the stairs going, Run, man, run! <laughs> flying down those stairs. That might be why they closed the web theater. That was a horrifying night. And then some owner of the web theater said, Sorry, you two are going to have to go. To me and Todd. Like, why? You're not going back in there. Are you crazy? Between asking uh, <laughs> them to go lesson, and yeah. you to go? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You, you're going. They, they, they're going to have a nice... <laughs> we're, they're getting free popcorn. <laughs> you two are leaving. Get your black ass out of here. And, like, they all of a sudden were racist. I'm like, hey, he doesn't need that. And Todd's like, no, it's okay. Let's go. And then I had to walk him to his car. Like, I'm security. And I told him several times, you know, if they start chasing us right now, I'm knocking you down and running the other way. I'm going to give them to you. You're a sacrifice tonight. <laughs> Todd went over and tipped the bikes down. They fell like dominoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was bad. There's nothing weirder than being in a staircase with 20 guys you think are just normal dudes and then looking to your left and seeing the denim patches and looking to your right and seeing more. And in front of you, it just says, Hills, Angels, blah, 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 chapter. I'm like, oh, Todd stepped on the wrong foot. And evidently, it was the foot of, like, the leader. Because that dude didn't get up. He just pointed and everyone ran after Todd. It was bad. But, uh, yeah, yesterday would have been different. But I felt the same way as that old man did. I'm like, i got to help my friends. And they, weren't, they did not have my back. So you never know. Don't fight. You're adults. That's the rule. Especially old men bowing up to people. You just don't know who you just walked up to. I think his, I think his son noticed, okay, these are probably dudes who might be able to handle themselves against an old man and, uh, you know, like a 40-year-old guy. They threw out an apology. Yeah, yeah. They said they were sorry. It's time to go. My dad's causing the problem here. And the other two are just tiddlywinking on the next hole. Oh, it was great fun. Great fun. Golf. Gentleman's game. Sure Sounds is. Like it. The gentleman's game. It's where gentlemen go to be gentlemen. Hurry the f*** up, <laughs> ass face. <laughs> that was best. I thought we were going to get it, but we didn't. It didn't happen. And then I go home, I get all the way there, I got to drive all the way back over, take my buddy home uh, from his doctor's thing, and get all the way back home. And what do I have waiting for me but uh, Eric's family barbecue. Oh, he made, man. I don't even know if he wants me to talk about it. He's making these Philly cheesesteak brisket. Oh. Thinking about oh, rolling them out? Oh. He should. Oh, it was, it was mind-melting. It was just a per. And then I just conked out. It was the best day ever. I watched Brady cuss at an old man. I had a Philly cheesesteak from the barbecue. Slap, slap, like a baby. Jealous. I think I did sleep better knowing that 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 Brady cursing at an old man's in the ether. <laughs> I think I just I think I just had a. It stays in there. It, was just it a, doesn't go it was away. Just such a Disney moment. It comes in just, all night, just like just this this peaceful sleep, knowing that Brady just bombed an old man's ears with the f bomb. Ah, oh, so happy. So Some rocks happy. tumbled down from South Mountain and oh, echoed off. Yeah. It was like Japanime when one of them gets mad and it goes, <laughs> wah, 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 just uh, step. Stop. 
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Uh, then I'm watching the news a little bit, and I saw a thing. I thought it was a beautiful story. I'm looking at YouTube. I'm on the news. I thought, a beautiful story. A man is terminally ill. He's in the hospital. Made a deal with his wife three weeks ago. I've got this deal with my dad that if either of us get to this point, the other will kill him. And uh, he turns to his wife and says, if, if, if the doctor comes back with bad news again, let's start talking about what we're going to do with me because I don't want to sit and suffer here anymore. She agrees. Uh, a couple weeks go by. It's not getting better. Another week goes by pretty bad and he's suffering so he says it's time to end it and she agrees and i thought wow so the headline reads a woman arrested for killing her terminally ill husband in a florida hospital i'm like that's not right you shouldn't arrest this woman at all she's doing her husband's bidding she's euthanizing him like you would a puppy i didn't realize that she shot him in the head (laughs) i didn't realize that's how she did that she walked back into the hospital with a gun and exploded the man's head. No which, pillow no, or nothing. Just, no, no. Wow. He's extremely ill. It's not like you needed to really violently kill him. She shot him in the head. And uh, then I'm like, okay, arrest that woman. She's insane. This is not how you pull the terminally ill love, uh, you know, compassionate death move. Well, euthanasia. You, gotta, you know, she probably doesn't have the strength to smother. She, look, she's got the strength doesn't to smother. terminally ill to man. Drugs. It's cheaper. <laughs> you could get a, an ant pile and and put it on a pillow, and that guy's not getting up. He's terminally ill. You don't even have to push down on the pillow. Just put it over his face. No, she snuck a gun into the hospital and put one in his head. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a silencer. Pillow. This was not a Bruce Willis pillow. movie. That She went, <laughs> and he's bleeding out all over the place. She probably needs stitches on her forehead. Doctors are coming in. What the f*** is going on? He didn't feel well. Holy Jesus, lady. You could have been a little more peaceful with this. What's with the old lady in the 12-gauge? <laughs> I'm just going to visit my husband one more time. I don't think he can have it. I just let her have it. I don't think she can control it. You know mm. I love you, and I would do anything for you. Please, put me out of my misery. Take the pillow and... No, this is better. She was 76, too. 76 years wow. old. Walked in there, and that's enough for you. See ya. Man, it's like Old Yeller. Like, these people came out of the... I put them in the pen and shoot them. Arliss had to shoot Old Yeller in the hospital. That one was ready. The one in Iowa was not. The 66-year-old woman. Did you hear about this? No. Uh, she's at the hospice facility. Like She's dead. She Take wasn't. her to the funeral home. Whoops. Get her over there. The director of the funeral home comes over there and all of a sudden... <laughs> she takes a breath. Oh, boy. $10,000 fine. That's it. Sure. Yeah, you can make a mistake. Wheeler back to hospice. You know, this lady on the news here has a solution for all that. You don't wake up from the way I put him down. She probably broke a hip on herself when she fired right. that gun. 76. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my hands are hot. <laughs> yeah, I, it, that was a murder. That's just a flat murder. It's you legal. She had old man license. She went and applied for the tag. She's in a blind <laughs> across the hall. <laughs> Brady wishes he had the old man license yes, yesterday yes. with that guy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> euthanize <laughs> sucker I'm the euthanizer next yeah. week that's the thing my dad and I have talked about that he's like look we have a deal that if any doctor ever tells us he'll never be able to wipe his ass again 
Like if any dogs, he's gonna have to. You're gonna have to clean him up. Like all right, that's it. Because my dad had to wash my uh, grandfather's ass, and uh, he said it wasn't. He didn't mind doing it, but my grandpa hated it that my dad was wiping his ass. Yeah. And he said he, he told him he said this is the most degrading moment of my life. This is the most awful thing that's ever happened to me. And my grandpa had polio and all sorts of terrible stuff. And he's like, uh, you know, grew up in the world of polio and got it and survived. And and now he's laying there. And the worst moment of his life was days before he died with my dad wiping his ass. My dad said it was so degrading and so awful. I never want you to have to see me that way. Like we make a deal because I don't want you to see me that way. Nobody's wiping my ass. Unless it's like, you know, I got two broken legs and I'll get better. That's different. If the doctor's like, this is the way it is forever, every day you're going to have to scrub off all that yoo from his thighs. Oh. You know, he's going to have yoo thighs for the rest of his life. He's been diagnosed with yoo thighs. And my dad's like, put a pillow over my... We've, we've discussed how we would do it. We discussed, like, if there's a plug to keep me alive, unplug it. He's take the chances. And he said, both of us have agreed we'd take our chances going to jail. Never once did we say, come in here and put a little lead in my forehead. Just <laughs> end, it, end it as violently as possible and make sure that it's a loud sound that scares the others. It's just fast and as loud as you can make it. No. Peaceful. My dad is really close on that level. And I don't think there's any one of us. One, I think it's tougher because he's just he's mentally sharp. But, you know, right. I haven't had to uh, do the wiping. I've had to dress him. Sure. Which is enough where he can't do that, and it's just, you know. Yeah, it's weird. And, um, but I don't think my mom could do it. Even could if shoot said, your dad in the head? Not that. No way. But, but yeah. smothering, like you're talking about. like you. No problem. It's it's a hard thing she's to do. A, she's farm strong. She yeah. might be able to. And I've, yeah. <laughs> your, mom's, your mom's strong, and she grew up in the Midwest. There's been some murders involved, you know, with animals. and stuff. You get used to it after years when you realize how... How uh, what a beautiful act it actually is to your pets to say I don't want to see you suffer anymore. I don't want to watch you lay in your own filth. I don't want to. And we do a nice thing for them. But doing it yourself is a completely different right. Thing. Oh, I mean, and shooting them is not an option. That's ever. where Kevorkian swinging back around. People yeah. are like, oh, it's let's n- make this legal. There, are, there are only a small group of people who aren't for that, and you don't have to do it. Like it's not something you have to do. If you want to sit and lay there and try to survive the worst and have people wiping you, go have at it. Because we, it's now on you more so than, uh, you know, letting a family member, even though you're feeling like I'm doing the right thing, sure. they still have to live with they that. They have to live with it, and then they have to, you know, be prosecuted and all that because it's against the law. We should have the, you know, euthanize me rule. You know, they have that, you know, you can pull the plug or I don't want to be kept alive on these things. But the thing where it's just like I'm terminally ill and I'm still just laying here, or, you know, the people who have terrible arthritis or Lou Gehrig's that can't. You can't do anything about it, and they're just laying there being miserable. I, horrible. They should have that. They fed, should, being yeah, fed. It should, yeah. It should, it should be on the. It should be like Doctor Fixler from Happy Endings. It should be a guy that comes in and says you're making a good decision. And I know this is really hard, and it's not easy, but certainly better than going in there and knocking the old man out with a bullet. Messy. Yeah. And then somebody's slop got to go in there and clean up all those brains. <laughs> what was that? My, you're, the, you're the one that follows up to that room. Yeah. You're the next. You're the, you're, yeah. yeah. We got one bed open now. He's gone. Something's gone wrong. I think we lost him. I know what happened. We heard it, lady. No, his head just blew up. I didn't do anything. I think there's some china in the corner. Someone broke a teacup. Was, no, that's skull. I dropped a coffee pot and his head exploded. It's not what that noise was. We know what you did. Where's the gun? I know what you're talking about. I gotta go. But yeah, they have chunks of the old man laying around. They got to scoop them up. That's not the way. That's not peaceful. That's not loving. But that headline, I was like, oh, 
poor old lady. What a beautiful story. And I find out she sneaks a gun in and plugs him. So Italian. <laughs> but yeah, that's the orderly that had to come in and go, Lady, I would have helped you unplug him or suffocate him or something, you bitch. Now i got to clean up brains. Get JFK all over the room now. My dad said that. He goes, one of these days, if I get too bad, I'm just going to do it myself. Right here right. at the kitchen table. He'll, no. Then i got to clean this yeah. up. And he goes, all right, I'll go in the backyard. I'm like, okay, well, that I can handle. At least yeah. I can hose it off. Does he have a pool? Uh, no, he doesn't oh, have a pool. shoot. No. That's what I always thought would be a good idea. Just go, go in there. drown yourself? Well, no, no, no. Go ahead and get it. Put, gun it in the pool. Oh, damn. That's not a bad idea. You know, it floats around for Drain a little bit. Drain it out for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the problem with that is you ever have an umbrella and a windstorm pool going guy in the pool? has a rough week. Yeah. You know, yeah. Randy, my guy, yeah. says to me like, hey, there's a body in there. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of it. Scoop it out, man. What do I pay you for? Bill Murray thought he had a bad with the baby Ruth in the pool. Yeah. I, I, man, maybe the pool's not a good idea because trying. To, I tried to get an umbrella out of the pool once and it was like pulling up the Titanic. The thing was 7,000 pounds in there for some reason. It was open. You couldn't close it upside down and I'm trying to pull this umbrella out and it's it was like taking all the water out of the pool, so maybe a dead body getting pulled out of the pool isn't as easy as I think. Yeah, we usually don't pull them out of the water once they're in there. That's true. But a pool? Just fill in the you pool. Guys, yeah. Just fill it in. That's the problem. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. You guys, off of your ass you guys are in there. I need 200 yards of concrete. He would float, right? You could get him out of there. As long as he didn't rocks in his pockets on the way yeah. down, you know? Like, like, you know, he's an Italian, so he's going to put rocks a in his pockets. A couple cinder blocks. That's what he's trained to do. Feet are tied Wait up. a second. Take your shoes off. Yeah. Tie the cinder blocks to your feet. What? You've never done this before? What are you, new? Come on. Come on, kid. You would train better. Yeah, anyway. Just don't make it sloppy, that's all. It's a terrible, terrible thing to do. But if you're terminally ill, I get it. Totally. I don't want that. This show does itself today. It's going to be easy. Michael Rappaport's going to come in here in, uh, about 8, 15, 8, 20. I'll chat with him for a little while. He's great. Uh, he's performing. I think he's at CB Live, maybe 10 p.m. Probably. I'm not sure yet. And then Frank's coming on. Uh, Caliendo's going to do the squares with us today. Guys, we don't have anything to do. Get through oh, this break report, and the show starts doing itself. I'm going to head to Montana and get a free balloon. Yeah, and I don't know what that is. We're, we'll get into that in a second, too. This Chinese <laughs> balloon is making everybody nervous. And then the worst part about the Chinese balloon is everybody's going, we're not going to do anything Don't about touch it. it. Don't, don't touch, touch it. it. Like, what do you mean? What? Uh, yeah, there's a ton of them. You, you don't even know about uh, We'll talk about the Chinese balloon in a second. Give us a wake-up song, 585-9800. That's the phone number. You wake us up good and strong. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.